from the house. Uh, took it straight from outside. Straight to the couch. You put the mic outside. Edit shit out. You live in the scouts outside. You run in the scouts. You are listening to the Scots. New hit song by Travis Scott and Kid Cutie, which made its debut in that phenomenal Travis Scott Fortnite concert event that took place a little over two weeks ago. Watched by over 12 million users, so congratulations on that partnership between Travis and Epic Games. An incredible, incredible concert. Welcome into the In My Own Words NFL Podcast. It is May 3rd, 2020. I'm your host, Aaron Templin, podcast episode number four. Today I'll be talking about the 2020 AFC and NFC record predictions. But before we get into it, just a quick update. And thanks to my 1,000 plus Instagram followers, I hit that incredible milestone this week. So thank you guys for everyone who has followed and interacted with my account, not only on Instagram, but also on Spotify. Uh, My listeners and followers on there also saw a significant increase just two weeks into doing this. So thank you guys very much. If you haven't yet, please smash the like button on both platforms, I would appreciate it. Heading into my record predictions for this year, the NFL schedule is expected to be released sometime between May 9th and May 13th. So obviously I am unaware what games will be taking place in prime time, Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night football, what games are going to be taking place early on in the season versus, say, in December when teams are preparing for playoff brand football. But going through the rosters and schedules and opponents, I feel pretty confident on all my record predictions that will stay true for the entirety of the season. So getting right into it with the Arizona Cardinals. Got a great guy in Kyler Murray, a quarterback. Added DeAndre Hopkins with veteran wideout in Larry Fitzgerald. Got that great tailback from Miami and Kenyon Drake. And a solid defense headed by Patrick Peterson. At home, I have him taking a loss to the Eagles, a win against the Redskins, a win against the Dolphins, a loss to the Bills, a win to the Lions, a win over the Seahawks, a loss to the 49ers, and a win over the Rams. On the road, win over the Giants, loss to the Cowboys, win against the Jets, win against the Patriots, win against the Panthers, a loss to the Seahawks, a loss to the 49ers, and a win against the Rams. This is an under-the-radar team. I think they're going to compete very, very well. Divisionally, I think they're going to make a statement in the division. They're going to sweep the Rams, a team that competed in the Super Bowl a few years back. I think they'll split games with the Seattle Seahawks, and I think they're going to compete very well against the NFC champion, defending NFC champions and the 49ers. I don't think they're going to beat them. I think they're going to take two losses, but they'll only get edged out by one to three points. They'll be very close games. I have them sitting at 10-6 and six, with seven teams making the playoffs this year. From East Division, I think they'll squeak in as a wildcard team. Not good enough for the division title yet, but this will be a very dangerous, very competitive Cardinals team. So keep an eye out for them this season. Going into Atlanta for the Falcons, it's going to be all about Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and the newest addition at running back, Todd Gurley. See if he can get his production back with his knees healthy. Rams not really using him too much last season. I think he's going to be a great fit in Atlanta, help Matt Ryan out in the backfield. At home, I have them taking a win against the Bears, Lions, Broncos, and Raiders, a loss to the Seahawks and Saints, a win against the Panthers, and a loss to the Buccaneers. On the road, a win against the Vikings, a loss against the Chiefs, a win against the Chargers, a loss against the Packers, a loss against the Cowboys, a win against the Saints, a win against the Panthers, and a win against the Bucks. 
So divisionally, they will sweep the Carolina Panthers. Much like the Arizona to 49ers situation, I think they're going to compete very closely with the Saints. I just don't think they're going to be able to get a win against them either time. I think they'll be edged out by one to three points. So no win against the Saints this year. But I think that they will also split games against the Buccaneers, get a loss at home, but avenge it on the road. Finish at 9-7. and seven. They might just miss out on a playoff opportunity, but it's a better record than Atlanta has been posting and much better production than they've been playing at the past few years since their Super Bowl loss to the Patriots. Going into Baltimore and the Ravens. Got Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram. A great run game from their quarterback and running back. They drafted extremely well in 2020, upgraded their team significantly. Powerhouse offense, solidified defense. Going to be a tough, tough team in 2020. At home, taking wins against the Bengals and Browns. A loss to the Steelers. A win against the Jaguars and Titans and Cowboys and Giants and Chiefs. On the road. Sweeping the Bengals with a win there. Splitting the division games with the Browns with a loss there. A win over the Texans, a win over the Colts, a win over the Patriots. Take an L to the Philadelphia Eagles. A win over the Steelers, splitting divisional games there. And a home loss, avenging it on the road there. And defeating the Washington Redskins. I have them sitting at 13-3. and It all comes down to whether Lamar Jackson can drive them deep into the playoffs and get them into that Super Bowl this year. Buffalo Bills had an amazing season last year. Wild card appearance against the Houston Texans. They brought in Stephon Diggs from Minnesota as a wideout. Should be a very good threat for Josh Allen to throw to. At home, a loss against the Chiefs, a win against the Chargers, a win against the Rams, a loss to the Seahawks, a win against the Steelers, a win against the Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets. They will win all three home divisional games. On the road, a loss to the Cardinals, a win against the Broncos, a win against the Raiders, losses to the 49ers, Titans, Dolphins, and Patriots, and a win against the Jets. So I think they'll sweep the Jets, split divisional games with the Patriots and Miami, finish 9-7. The AFC East is wide open. The AFC is generally weak. Seven teams make the playoffs this season, don't forget. So 9-7 might win them the division, but definitely should slip them into another wild card appearance this season. Carolina Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater, Christian McCaffrey, it's up to you guys. you got to carry that 53-man roster because everyone else is absolutely atrocious. This Carolina team should not compete for anything this year. I think it's going to be a very tough schedule. I think it's going to be a very tough year. Teddy Bridgewater coming over from the amazing stuff he did in New Orleans. If he can produce and if McCaffrey can have another dual 1,000 receiving, 1,000 rushing guard season, Maybe they'll pick up a few wins here and there, but I think it's going to be a tough year. At home, a loss to the Bears and Lions, a win against the Broncos, a loss to the Raiders, Cardinals, Falcons, Saints, and Bucks. So pretty much, if you're a Panthers fan, stay at home for the year. On the road, losses to the Vikings, Packers, Chiefs, win against the Chargers and Redskins and Bucks. I think they'll get one statement divisional win against Tampa Bay and Tom Brady but a loss to the Saints. But they'll also pick up another statement, uh, divisional win against the Falcons. So they'll show some toughness in the division this year, but overall lose a majority of their games. Finish 4-12, and and Teddy Bridgewater probably will be regretting leaving that nice backup role uh, in New Orleans. 
Miami Dolphins. This team, 5-11 oh, last year. Brian Flores has done a phenomenal job. Got them to compete, buy into his culture that he built there. Uh, this comes down to who's going to be playing quarterback, I think. Ryan Fitzpatrick did phenomenal last year. Everyone's going to want to see Tua Tagovailoa play, um, whether he's a starter or comes in halfway through the season or whatever the situation, how that plays out. But this team upgraded. They finally have some depth. Byron Jones, Jordan Howard, Matt Breda, some big additions there. Could be a top 10 defense. Um, obviously, the development of Devontae Parker and Mike Isecki, as long as they continue to trend upward, it could be a dangerous offense as well. I mean, the AFC East is open, and the Dolphins definitely had a phenomenal offseason. So, who knows? At home, I have them picking up all three divisional wins against the Bills, Patriots, and Jets. They always get that win against New England and Miami. I think they'll compete well against the Bills. And I don't think the Jets are strong enough yet. I think they'll beat the Bengals, lose to the Chiefs, beat the Chargers, lose to the Rams, and the Seahawks. Have a great divisional record on at home, but on the road, I think they'll lose all three games. They have a tough time playing in Buffalo and in New England and in New York or New Jersey area. So I think they'll lose all three games there. Beat the Jaguars, beat the Broncos, beat the Raiders and take losses to the Cardinals and 49ers. Puts Miami at a modest 8-8 eight and eight in a weak AFC division with seven teams making the playoffs. Maybe they'll slip in as the final seed. But if Miami can maybe pull off a statement win like they do here or there and maybe defeat the Seahawks, defeat the 49ers, or just take care of business and maybe sweep the Jets and Bills in their division, they could be a 9-10 win team. Um, but I think a three-win jump is realistic, so I'll keep them at 8-8 eight and eight for this season. Minnesota Vikings, this team is always tough, always very talented no matter who's on their roster. Tough NFC North, I think it'll be a dogfight between them and the Packers again. So let's take a look at their schedule at home. Win against the Bears, Lions, loss to the Packers, a win against the Jaguars and Titans and Falcons and Panthers, and a loss to the Cowboys. On the road, they will beat the Bears, split the series there, sweep the Lions with a win, and beat the Packers on the road, splitting the series there. Win against the Texans, win against the Colts, a loss to the Saints, a loss to the Buccaneers, or excuse me, a win against the Buccaneers, and a loss to the Seahawks. So I have Minnesota finishing at 11-5. Might come up a little short of that NFC North title, but definitely should be a playoff team. New England Patriots. A lot of people think this team is going to dip hard and regress drastically i see minor regression they got an interesting quarterback situation with Jarrett uh, stidham and brian hoyer um obviously no tom brady on the roster um talks about bringing in andy dalton he decided to go to dallas to back up dak prescott i think this team should make a call to cam newton that guy's got to get signed kind of revive his career i think bill belichick could suit him well in new england but I see some regression here. At home, I see losses to the Cardinals and Ravens. I see a win against the Bills, Broncos, Dolphins, Jets, and Raiders, but a loss to the 49ers. On the road, they'll take losses to the Bills, Texans, and Chiefs. They'll beat the Chargers, take a loss to the Rams, take a loss to the Dolphins, beat the Jets, and take a loss to Seattle. And the decade-long reign in the AFC East will come to an end. They will finish 7-9 and nine and potentially miss the playoffs for the first time in many, many years. So some regression for the New England Patriots. be very interesting to see how their season plays out with Tom Brady out of there. 
New Orleans Saints, they got their quarterback, Drew Brees, back for another year. Sean Payton always has his team well-coached, competitive guys, really solid all-around offensively, defensively, special teams. I see a really good year here. At home, they'll sweep the division. Falcons, Panthers, Bucks get wins all around. Beat the Packers, take a loss to the Vikings. Beat the Chiefs, beat the Chargers, beat the 49ers. Or excuse me, take a loss to the 49ers there. Then on the road, they'll beat the Falcons, take a season sweep. They'll beat the Panthers, take a season sweep. But they'll drop a game against the Bucks on the road. Beat the Broncos, beat the Raiders, beat the Lions, beat the Bears, and beat the Eagles. And that will put them at 13-3. and And Drew Brees will be in prime position to get his potentially last Super Bowl ring before he retires. Moving on to New York, New Jersey area. We're welcoming in the Giants. They got new head coach Joe Judge trying to develop Daniel Jones and get Saquon Barkley back to his production that he had in his rookie season. At home, losses to the Cardinals and 49ers, a win against the Browns, a loss to the Steelers, Bucks, Cowboys, and Eagles, but a win over the Washington Redskins. On the road, loss to the Ravens, a win over the Bears, a win over the Bengals, a loss to the Cowboys, a loss to the Rams, a loss to the Eagles, a loss to the Seahawks, but they will season sweep Washington and finish 5-11, and 11, leaving more questions than answers again for the Giants. But good news for New York, New Jerseyans. You got two teams. You got the Jets. <laughs> but bad news is I see a bad season. Adam Gase, a very stubborn head coach, just doesn't really seem to be that offensive guru that he was made out to be when he had Peyton Manning under center. Probably because Manning was carrying him. Uh, but he got the head coaching job in Miami. Did all right down there. Um, did a decent job with the Jets in his first year. But with Tom Brady out of division and him being a quarterback guru, he's got to get Sam Darnold developed and turn this team competitive fast. I don't see it happening, however. Um, at home, lost the Bills. A win over the Dolphins. A loss to the Patriots. A win over the Broncos but losses all around to the Raiders, Cardinals, 49ers, and Browns. On the road, they'll lose the season, divisional matchups to the Bills. They'll take a loss to the Dolphins and the Patriots. So I see one division win for the Jets next year, and it's against the Dolphins, and that just won't look good for Jets management. They'll beat the Chargers, lose to the Chiefs and Rams and Seahawks, but beat the Colts. That puts them at 4-12, and 12, and Adam Gase should be handed an unemployment slip uh, on his way out of his second head coaching tenor. Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz, Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, Zach Gertz and company. Very dynamic offense. Doug Peterson obviously always does some creative things. Stay healthy, fellas, because you're going to have a good year if you can. Or we could see some Jalen Hurts in there. We'll see what happens with Wentz at home. Win against the Cowboys, win against the Giants, win against the Redskins. Three divisional wins at home. Win against the Rams, win against the Seahawks, avenging that playoff loss last year. A loss to the Ravens, a win against the Bengals, but a loss to the Saints. On the road, victory over Arizona, a victory over the Browns, losing to the Cowboys, a loss to the Packers, beating the Giants for the season sweep, beating the Steelers, Loss to the 49ers and a win over the Washington Redskins. Puts Philadelphia at 11-5. I think they'll win the NFC East title with that record. 
But it, like I said, it all comes down to staying healthy. Chicago Bears. Who's going to be your quarterback, Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles, who downgraded his season a lot in Jacksonville? Super Bowl champion with Philly. Injured in Jacksonville. Just a complete mess with his career down there. I think they'll stick with Mitch to start. Foles will definitely get an opportunity if Mitch plays as bad as he did last season. I think Chicago will do better. I don't think they're going to be a 12-4 playoff team like they were a few years ago. But let's see. I have them taking a win against the Lions at home. Vikings will take a loss. They'll take a loss to the Packers, take a loss to the Saints, and take a loss to the Bucks. They'll beat the Texans, Colts, and Giants. On the road, they'll lose to the Lions. Beat the Vikings, beat the Packers. I think they'll get two big divisional wins on the road this year with those two wins. Beat the Falcons, beat the Panthers, beat the Jags, but take losses to the Titans and Rams. So a better road performance this year will salvage a 9-7 and season. I don't think they'll be divisional champions, um, division champions over the Packers and Vikings, but maybe slip into a wild card spot depending on how strong the NFC is this season. Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think you guys will be drafting number one overall next year. I think you guys actually got some interesting mix-and-match fantasy players, honestly. Joe Burrow, A.J. Green, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, John Ross. Potentially could be a very dynamic offense. And I think you guys will get a few staple wins this year. At home, loss to the Ravens, win against the Browns, loss to the Cowboys, win against the Giants and Jaguars. Lost to the Steelers, lost to the Titans, win against the Chargers. On the road, I know Joe Burrow is going to want to get that big statement win against Baltimore. I don't think it's going to happen this year. They take the season sweep, losing two times to the Ravens. Beating um, the Browns at home, but losing to them on the road. Winning against the Texans and Colts on the road. Losing to Philadelphia and Pittsburgh on the road. Beating the Redskins and losing to the Dolphins on the road. Puts them at a modest 7-9 uh, record. Give them another year to develop and maybe they can compete for the North title next year. Keeping it in the North with the Cleveland Browns. It's all about Baker Mayfield. This guy's got to you know, put his money where his mouth is kind of thing. Just kind of focus on his game. And he's got to develop this chemistry. He has two of the best wide receivers in football with Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr., no excuse why these guys can't put up some explosive numbers. At home, lost to the Bengals, win against the Colts, lost to the Eagles, lost to the Ravens, win against the Raiders, lost to the Steelers, win against the Redskins, win against the Texans. On the road, lost to Dallas, a win against the Bengals, a win against the Giants, a loss to the Ravens, a win against the Jaguars, a win against the Steelers, a win against the Jets, and a loss to the Tennessee Titans. Puts them at 9-7. and seven. Again, the AFC is a little weaker, so that they could potentially slip into the sixth seed next season. Dallas Cowboys. This could, they're going to be fun to watch this year. New head coach and Super Bowl experienced head coach Mike McCarthy in his first year. Explosive offense. Dak Prescott still got to get my man his contract. They signed Andy Dalton as his backup, though. That quarterback got his money and his contract. But anyway, Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, and CeeDee Lamb going to be, and Mike Gallup, you know, very, very talented offense that this team will have next season. At home, I think they'll win all three division games against the Redskins, Giants, and Eagles. They'll take losses to the Cardinals, 49ers, but they'll also pick up three wins against the Browns, Steelers, and Falcons. 
away win against the Redskins, but two divisional losses to the Giants and Eagles. I think they're going to regret losing that game against the Giants. It could um, spoil a division title for them. Loss to the Seattle Seahawks, a win against the Rams and Vikings and Bengals, but a loss to the Ravens. Puts them at 10-6. and six. I have them one game behind Philly, but Dallas should be a wild card team next year, if not a division champion. Denver. A lot of issues up there a mile high. Don't expect much. In fact, I have you guys as the only team, I believe, to lose all of their home games. So if you're a Denver fan, you might be staying home because of COVID-19 anyway, but don't bother wasting your money. You're going to see a lot of L's. L's all around against the Bills, Dolphins, Saints, Bucks, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, Titans. If I had to give you one, I would give it... I don't think you're going to get one. Sorry. On the road, though... I do have you picking up three wins to finish 3-13. and 13. You'll beat the Jets, lose to the Patriots, beat the Panthers, lose to the Falcons, beat the Chargers, and lose to the Raiders and Chiefs. Um, potential number one overall pick, but you know, see you next year. Detroit Lions. I'm excited about this team. I think they got a lot of potential. They could surprise the NFC North, maybe even win it as a very, very under-the-radar underdog team. I love Matthew Stafford. I love Galladay and Marvin Jones, and I'm really, really excited to see rookie running back DeAndre Swift. As a Miami fan, personally, I wish the Dolphins would have signed him. But if this guy can have kind of an explosive rookie of the year campaign, this Detroit Lions offense could be very, very dangerous. At home, I have them taking losses to the Bears and Packers in the division, but beating the Vikings. Losing to the Saints, a win over the Bucks, a win over the Texans, a win over the Colts, a win over the Redskins. On the road, a loss to the Cardinals and Falcons, a win over the Panthers and Bears, a road win against the Packers, a win against Jacksonville, but a loss to the Vikings and Titans. It puts them at even, puts them at 500 at 8-8. Eight and eight. But much like <clears throat> I said earlier with the Dolphins, if they can pick out a statement win or just take care of business against one of those teams I gave them an L against, they could finish 9-7, and 10-6. and six. And enter the NFC wildcard picture. Keeping it in the division though with the Green Bay Packers. Did they prematurely draft in 2020 for the future? Because they got Aaron Rodgers' replacement instead of developing weapons around him. But I still think they're going to have a phenomenal year. At home. Wins against the Bears, Lions, and Vikings. All three divisional wins at home. As well as picking up wins against the Falcons, Panthers, Jaguars, and Titans. I think their only home loss this year will be against the Philadelphia Eagles. On the road, divisional loss to the Bears and Vikings, but a win over the Lions to sweep them. A loss against the Saints, a win against the Buccaneers, a win against the Texans and Colts and 49ers. Green Bay will finish 12-4 as Aaron Rodgers will continue lusting for one more Super Bowl ring himself. Houston, you got a problem with Bill O'Brien. You're giving away all your good players. DeAndre Hopkins in exchange for David Johnson. Don't see it working out. But, you know, I do see this as a potential opportunity for someone like Kenny Stills. He was a phenomenal deep threat in Miami. Um, he can really stretch defenses out. And with DeAndre gone, he can become a number one wide receiver in Houston and really have a under-the-radar kind of season. So keep an eye on Kenny Stills, but I think it's going to be a rough outing for Houston. At home... Winning against the Colts and Jaguars. Losing to the Titans 
and Ravens, winning against the Bengals, but taking three losses to the Patriots, Packers, and Vikings. On the road, a loss to the Colts, a win against the Jaguars to at least win those two division games. But losing to the Titans again, those two division losses will be huge. Beating the Browns, L's to the Steelers, Chiefs, and Bears, but they'll pick up a win against the Lions. I have Houston finishing at 5-11, and and Bill O'Brien should be shown the door at the end of the season. Indy. Very interesting to see how Phillip Rivers is going to do. I think he... He might actually be like a Jameis Winston this year and throw 30-plus picks, honestly. Or he could revive his career a little bit down there. We'll see. He has a great deep threat in T.Y. Hilton. And if they can get Marlon Mack involved and that, get that run game going again, it could be an interesting offense. I have him doing all right at home against the Texans. A loss, win over the Jaguars. A loss to the Titans. A loss to the Ravens. A loss to the Bengals. A loss to the Packers. Wins against the Vikings and Jets. On the road, winning against the Texans, winning against the Jaguars, taking the sweep there. Losing to the Titans, so the Titans sweep the Colts as well. Losing to the Bears, Browns, beating the Lions, losing to the Raiders, losing to the Steelers. I just see a 6-10. and 10. The team just doesn't have enough firepower to um, compete for a playoff opportunity this year. But they can win six games. Jacksonville... <clears throat> Not a lot of promise here as well. I have you finishing 4-12, and 12, taking losses to the Texans, Colts, Titans, Browns, Steelers, Bears. You get a win against the Lions, but a loss against the Dolphins. So you're going to lose all your home games except one. On the road, Ravens you lose to, Bengals you'll beat, you'll lose to the Packers and Texans and Colts, you'll beat the Chargers. Lose to the Vikings, and I'll give you one win against the probable AFC South champ, Titans. You'll finish 4-12, and but you got just got to rebuild there as well. Super Bowl champion, Kansas City. I have you guys finishing 11-5 and at home, defeating the Denver Broncos and Chargers and Raiders and Patriots and Jets and Panthers and Texans. The only loss I'm giving you is against the Atlanta Falcons at home. I think they're going to get an upset win there. I think you're going to have a little bit of road struggles this year, losing to the Ravens, but beating the Bills, Broncos, Chargers, and Dolphins, and Buccaneers. I think the Saints and Raiders are going to get upset wins on the road, and Kansas City will finish 11-5. Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr... Seems a little salty about the addition of Marcus Mariota from Tennessee. I think Mariota could better fit this offense with John Gruden, but Derek Carr obviously going to be the starter probably at the beginning of the season, but he could lose his job if he doesn't produce W's early on. So I think the Raiders are going to start off. It's it's kind of going to be a little ironic because I feel like it's going to be a what happened to Mariota in Tennessee. He was like 2-4 and four before they gave the job over to Tannehill. I think... Derek Carr is going to do the same thing, maybe be like 2-4, and four, then Mariota gets the keys to the kingdom and finishes off their season a little bit better. 7-9 and nine is where I have you guys standing. At home, beating the Broncos, losing to the Chiefs, beating the Chargers, losing to the Bills, losing to the Dolphins, losing to the Saints, losing to the Bucks, losing to the Colts. Um, on the road, a victory against the Falcons, Panthers, Browns, Broncos. Losing to the Chiefs, Chargers, Patriots, and getting a win over the Jets. 7-9. L.A. side. 
First off, the Chargers. Are you going with Tyrod Taylor or Justin Herbert, the rookie? Got a pretty good offense with Keenan Allen and Mike Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, and obviously a good defender in Joey Bosa. At home, victories over the Broncos, a loss against the Chiefs, Falcons, a win against the Jets, Jaguars, Panthers, and loss against the Patriots and Raiders. On the road, you guys will beat the Bengals and Broncos, but take losses to the Bills, Bucks, and Chiefs and Dolphins. Win against the Raiders, lose against the Saints, 7-9. and nine. But just like the New York, New Jersey area, you got another L.A. team in the Rams. Jared Goff, got to obviously upgrade his game. You got, you know, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Darnold, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. This team has weapons, but I still just think that the NFL, the rest of the NFL figured these guys out. I have them sitting at 7-9, and nine, just like the L.A. Chargers. Taking home losses to the Seahawks, 49ers, a win over the Cardinals, a win over the Giants, a loss to the Cowboys, a win against the Patriots, Jets, and Bears. On the road, a win against Seattle. Losing both games to the 49ers here. A loss against the Cardinals and Eagles. Beating the Redskins, beating the Dolphins, and losses to the Bills and Bucks to finish 7-9. and nine. Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm really excited how Mike Tom Tomlin kept you guys competitive last year with all the injuries, um, especially the quarterback situation. Big Ben making his return with Juju. Mikasic Fitzpatrick, obviously with that trade with Miami, he had a very, very good year with the Steelers. I expect good things from him on defense as well. And tight end Eric Ebron from the Colts um, is a great addition as well. I think he will mix in well with Big Ben. At home, beating the Cowboys, Ravens, Bengals, but losing to the Browns. Beating the Texans, Colts, but losing to the Eagles and beating the Redskins and Broncos. On the road, losing to the Ravens, beating the Bills, Losing one game to the Bengals, beating the Browns, a loss against Dallas, a win against the Jaguars, a win against the Giants, and a win against the Titans. Puts the Steelers at 12-4, a rebirth here for Ben Roethlisberger. We'll see what they do in the playoffs. San Francisco, NFC, uh, NFC champions, obviously looking to avenge their Super Bowl debacle. I have them finishing at 12-4. Home wins against the Rams, Seahawks, losing to the Cardinals, beating the Eagles, beating the Redskins, beating the Bills, Dolphins, and Packers. On the road, beating the Cardinals, losing to Dallas, beating the Rams, beating the Patriots, losing to the Saints, beating the Giants and Jets, but taking a loss to the Seahawks. 12-4, see if they can get in and win that Super Bowl this season. Seattle Seahawks competing for that crown with the 49ers. I have them sitting at 12-4 and four as well, so it's going to come down to some tiebreaker procedures. At home, Cardinals win, Rams win, 49ers loss. Cowboys, Giants, Patriots, Jets, Vikings wins across the board. On the road, Cardinals loss, Falcons win, Bills win, Rams loss, Dolphins win, Eagles loss. 49ers win, Redskins win. So both San Francisco and Seattle will sit at 12-4. and four. We'll see what team will get that crown based off tiebreaker procedures this year. Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. He's got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski. And by the way, O.J. Howard was a pretty good tight end already. The big question mark is running back Ronald Jones. Obviously, 
If you can't run the ball, Brady might be put under a little bit more pressure to compete. So that's why I don't think Tampa Bay is going to have an explosive season. But I think they're going to have a good season. At home, lost to the Falcons, a win against the Panthers and Saints, a loss to the Packers and Vikings and Chiefs. Three wins that Brady would expect to get. He's not going to get this year. Win against the Chargers and the Rams. On the road, win against the Falcons and Panthers and Bears and Broncos and Lions. Lose to the Saints. Beat the Giants. Lose to the Raiders. And Tom Brady will finish 10-6 and six with his new team. Tennessee Titans. This team, it, it's all about Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry. Will they can um, build up their consistency for this year or will they regress? Will teams figure out how to stop Derrick Henry? Will Tannehill be able to prove that he can actually get it done and not just rely on the running game? We'll see. And, of course, A.J. Brown, phenomenal rookie campaign. We'll see if he has a sophomore slump. Tannehill's got to build a little bit more chemistry with Corey Davis. But this team has all the tangibles to be uh, South champions again. They made it to the AFC Championship game last year. Tannehill one game away from making it to the Super Bowl back in Miami. So this team should be hungry next season. At home, wins over the Texans, Colts, and Jaguars. A loss to the Browns and Steelers, but wins over the Bears and Lions. A loss to the Bills. On the road, a loss to the Ravens, as the Ravens avenged their playoff loss from last year. A win over the Bengals and Broncos. A loss to the Packers. A win against the Texans. A win against the Colts. A win against the Jaguars. And a win against the Vikings. I have them at 11-5, AFC South champions. For next season. Last team in this episode, Washington Redskins. You're losing all your home games. And you're getting one win this season on the road. And it will be against the New York Giants. The Washington Redskins will finish 1-15. and They will be the worst team in football next year. They just still rely on a very, very old Adrian Peterson. Dwayne Haskins. Just doesn't have the weapons around him to succeed, and the defense, despite the draft picks, have will be atrocious. At home, losses to the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Rams, Seahawks, Ravens, Bengals, and Panthers. It's a tough schedule. On the road, losing to the Cardinals, Browns, Cowboys, Lions. You get that one win against the Giants, and you will lose to the Eagles, Steelers, and 49ers. One and fifteen. Washington will have the number one overall pick in the 2021 NFL Drafts. That is it for me, guys. My record predictions for the 2020 NFL season. Hopefully the COVID-19 restrictions will be lifted and we can get some fans in the stadium, get some sports back in this world. Um, Episode 5 will be coming out in a few days. Going to try to do a collab with some fan accounts on Instagram again. Like I said, guys, thank you so much for the 1,000-plus followers on Instagram. Thank you so much for the followers on Spotify. Please keep them coming. Be Feel free to share the content with your friends. Thank you guys for listening, and have a great night.